You are listening to the Converge Media Network, uplifting our voices. going on is really this is vi it's factors tv back at it with episode 26 yeah, yeah i think cutty said 26 we had a whole 26. debate man what episode this is yeah, i don't know just, man it's running concurrent man it's been going a long time man hey, man, man i was trying to get hanging this because i came into the wide camera because usually i come into this camera <laughs> <laughs> but it's just taking 26 episodes to get it right still That's going it, man but how you been man it's been a little you know a little break man what's going on what's going uh, the factors been good man handling business um football season started for my little league kids so we're out there coaching City Panthers going for another championship. Um, life, kids, having plumbing issues at my house. Yeah, man, it's life, man. It's, but we're here, we're still going, we're still rolling, man. What's up with you, man? Um, man, cooling. Uh, one of my daughters got COVID, so yeah, she's gonna have to, you know, chill. She's doing all right, but uh, I usually get her around this time. So you're gonna have to miss her this weekend. Hope she gets well. Other than that, been in school, finishing up the summer quarter. Trying to finish strong, man. So I only got about uh maybe till October or November man, to so finish. Dope, man. I, so. I, all you brothers in this room, man, I commend all you guys. You guys, school, man. That's I want to, but I don't want to. So I commend <laughs> all you. No, seriously, I commend all you guys. That's 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 dope. Like when you have the patience and perseverance to do it, I love that. I want to do it, but I don't want to do it. So yeah, you know, commend you guys, man. That's what's up. Let's, uh, finish the school, man. Then we got our uh, fourth annual smoking flow coming up, man. Mm, you know, smoking flow. Okay. Original, original content, man. You know what I'm saying? Me and my brother been doing parties for 15 years, but this the smoking flow is one of our most original More events. Man. That's just like we nobody else in the world or wherever mm-hmm. region could be like. Now oh, it's funny because I was starting to see hashtags. I was starting to see people. Yeah, has, 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 yeah, we did have the original one for sure. Yeah, but nah, yeah, smoking fault, man. 2022, we're gonna be down at Stansayer's Boat Launch, um, which is down off of Genesee. Um, we have a couple people bringing boats out. A lot of people from Tacoma already rented boats. Um, through Bernard Cage, he has a couple of boats and jet skis for rent. Um, everybody bringing their floats out. We got DJ Marvelous coming, man, to come play some cuts. Got some vendors out there. Uh, Pinky's uh. Pinky, Pinky, uh, she's making drinks. Her juice is non-alcoholic and alcoholic beverages. Um. We, we got, got a few vendors. A and B um, crystals. They do a lot of um, energy and crystals and stuff. So we got four or five vendors that's coming out and some more uh, that's going to come show up and have a good time. Like I said, it's the fourth annual. So I'm excited for it because it's something that's original. It's for black people. And if you get to see the energy of black people on the water, man, just chilling and vibing, you know, we're supposed to be in the sun and underwater all the time. So Seattle, man, you know, it's beautiful when the sun's out, the water's hidden. Best place in the world. Even it? in the winter, though. But now, nah, um, what's going on, man? I seen down there in California, Tesla's having issues. Yeah. Uh, there was a lawsuit filed. Lawsuit, man. What's going yeah. on, man? Somebody crash again? Because they got they, they actually have a YouTube channel of, of all the, the actual Tesla crashes from the cameras that are on the car. They make compilations to show you the the, the effects that are. Like, what's Tesla crazy is it's not. It's about racism, and <laughs> <laughs> and black people. Uh, it's it's a group of black people who uh, made the lawsuit up, and I believe there was another one before this, but there was some. I guess racial slurs from managers, HR. I guess there was comments about liking booty or something. This is <laughs> that's what it said. Racial slurs, you know, workplace issues, comments like likes booty. I don't know. She got what a big old ass. Yeah. Hey, Tanya I, I got don't cheeks. Know. Maybe, maybe. Okay, man, that's what it's about. <laughs> that's how he was talking it off. Rich, rich old white dudes yeah, probably saw a young black thing. Tanya, the ass is banging. 
Yeah, you're stupid. <laughs> nah, so yeah, that's probably what it is. But yeah, it's a lawsuit going on. And I think this is the second or third time I heard something like this from a Tesla, you know, factory or, you know, workplace. Well, I've heard before there was actually a situation where people felt like they weren't getting an equal opportunity as workers. So um, that was probably a couple of years ago. It died down because obviously they got paid off for things I handled. But um, Tesla is just a, they're innovative as far as technology goes and everything goes. But there's a lot of drama behind the scenes, especially with Elon buying uh, Twitter and not being able to do what he said he was going to do with it, which is basically, you know, free well, Elon didn't even, I already came and took over Tesla. Like he even started nothing. He just came across the board. But, you know, I don't know. It's hearsay. Yeah. But, um, and um, even the stuff with his dad, you know. You know, you're dating your stepdaughter. Oh, Jesus Christ. I can't pregnant. even think about it. He's a yeah, sicko. The, the, hey, these guys got a lot going on, man. It's unhealthy. So I guess it's just some things coming up from the dirt, man, and light light shining on things. Cause if they're smart, they will hush all these things right now. Who wants the money? Give it to them because it's going to bring more to the light. But yeah, I guess it's fit, a group of 15 black people who are who, who got the lawsuit filed in California against Tesla. Um, also, another news, uh, one of our all-stars from here, Baby Boy. DeJounte Murray. Mm-hmm. He's uh, He's been traded to Atlanta Hawk. He's mm-hmm. Atlanta Hawk now. Um, and I actually personally got to talk to him um, just a little bit. And um, he already had an idea. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And he's not trying to save face for the Spurs. They literally told him, you know, hey, we're going to be rebuilding. Like, we're, we're going to just try to trade you. You know, where do you want to go? They actually mm-hmm. asked him. So Atlanta has always been in his eyesight to play for. He's always wanted to live there and play there. So everybody's kind of shocked and everybody's, you know, feeling a certain way, but he knows best for him and the Spurs actually did him a solid and I commend him for not being a group or being a business that'll hold on to somebody knowing they can't do their best with them. Knowing they can't, you know, give them the, the, the best chances at winning or chances at being the best he can be, you know, so they basically said, hey, you know, we're in rebuilding stage and they really are. Like a lot of people, no, we're ready right now. If you go look at the Spurs team, they're they, they're real, really rebuilding. They've been rebuilding for some years now too. Even even through the uh, uh, Kawhi Leonard and all that, like it, they were still building. Even you got you know perennial All Star, it still wasn't the same team that they was used to. It was coming out, you know, from top to bottom. PG, you know, the power four it was on, you know. Yeah. So no, I, I think they've been uh, rebuilding. He's excited though. Every every interview, every, I think you know he was ready to go to Atlanta. He's young, you know. what I'm saying, baby boy is what. 25, 26, something like that. Maybe not even that. Maybe not even that. <laughs> but um, now he gets to play with Trey Young and and in a different. I think the market counts too. People understand, you know, when people see the millions and playing somewhere, they don't understand the market. You know, OKC, Cleveland, you know, places like Minnesota. Like I'm not saying there's not things there, but, but there's not things. It's there. not LA. It's, <laughs> it's not, not New York. Yeah, you know? it's nothing there. Those places are desolate down there, and they're all they're all becoming. More metropolis, you know, more metropolis with the time coming, they're growing, and yeah, growing, but they're not really they're like not that. Where you want to live as like somebody playing for the Utah Jazz, you know what I'm saying? Like Mormons, a millionaire in Utah, he gonna save all his money for, for real. Oh no, man, you gonna be get bored and oh, yeah, man, yeah. What? Man. Order up, some man? happy endings and <laughs> do some bumps. <laughs> you a cocaine out, cowboy? No, I'm just saying like. It's nothing to do, which makes it worse. Yeah, that's like Wazoo. It's like Wazoo, man. I tell you, like all Wazoo. Time. You go to Wazoo, man. <laughs> People don't party there because they like partying. It's literally nothing, nothing else to do. do. So you go up to Wazoo. <laughs> what else is going on? Now? Shout out to Mom's weekend too. You oh, know what man, I'm saying? Yeah, we can't even talk about it on camera. You know, can't talk about it. Mom's weekend was crazy, dog. Yeah, Every man. year, never let us down. <laughs> you and they stopped mind? it. They stopped it too. Did they? Yeah, it's called something else. It's like family weekend. They stopped separating it. Where it'd be like dad's weekend, mom's weekend. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, in like 10, 15 years, I'm saying, I'm gonna say, who your mama? 
<laughs> so who your mama? Yeah, uh, yeah, man. What's up, man? <laughs> <laughs> you know, all... you your mama name what? <laughs> your mama name what? Yeah, know your mama. Tell your mama say hi. Man, idiot, man. What's yeah. going on, though, man? Your daddy. Uh, <laughs> nah, I'm be one of them old dudes, man. Uh, <laughs> I really am. Um, serious note. Um, Highland Park, the mass shooting. Of the parade. Seven casualties at the parade. Chicago. Yeah. yeah. Um, the suspect, Robert Cromole, he was taken in alive untouched unharmed. You know, and they also said that he he dressed up as a woman yeah and to throw people off and he confessed it's not like they're trying to yeah. figure out or find mm-hmm. a um a manifest or something there. he confessed to his his purpose and what he was doing so yeah. you know it's not like where these people are coming in unharmed unscathed and then you know have killed a lot of people hurt a lot of people and then still getting just do he's literally like hey I did it. You know what I'm saying? That's what I want to do. So now you get to see how they're really going to treat people. You know, that's different from someone claiming mental illness or saying this. Somebody saying, hey. No, he actually planned this out for weeks. Yeah, blatantly saying. So we're going to see how they're going to treat this situation. It's a very sensitive situation. You know, a lot of lives are lost. A lot of people were hurt. A lot of families are impacted. But at the same time, it's like, who's going to be the example? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, many people, States. Yeah. so many people have done mass shootings throughout the years, whether it be the, the one in the theater for Batman. Um the down there in uh, Buffalo, Columbine, like oh, no matter what it is, it's always a weird process to where these people are alive and getting a chance to think and talk and Buffalo. Yeah. So it's just, we'll, we'll see what they're going to do with this. And that's all I'm waiting for. Um, definitely have said prayers for the families and people out there. It's very, very disheartening that you can't go out in public and just enjoy yourself and your family, have a good time without having to worry about someone randomly taking out their own life's problems and, regressions and mental illnesses on people who are innocent and just coming to somewhere to have a good time. So definitely praying for them guys. I um I hope they, they gotta make an example of somebody. There's a lot of uh of course, like death penalty example or like um life three life sentences. Well being alive is uh, yeah they yeah I don't know. I don't want to say anybody needs to die, but my my issue is that these people who have done so much destruction and caused so much damage, pain and hurt, they will never be able to pay that back. And the process they get is years of trial, years of court. Yeah, just sitting in limbo. When people go, you know, people do less crime, you know, go straight to their trial, you know, go straight through and get either life or whatever it is. So I, I don't want this to be a thing where oh, he confessed to it. Now let's kind of sit on it because people forget the Green River Killer still alive. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's just people like that. Info up. Uh, Gary Ridgeway. Who's yeah. done major, major crimes and hurt a lot of people and families and taken lives. And it's just unfortunate, man. I just hope that something is kind of kind of done if not for about him being killed or the death penalty or whatever it has to be an example made of of this is what we're going to do to these type of people because they're around us they're out here more than what we think mm-hmm. you know just plotting or waiting for a moment to snap or use an excuse of why this or did no, that yeah, it's, it's scary going to stores now you know events that's the life of being American and being a black American, yeah. you know, I mean, it's always been things against us, but just the fact now that it's, it's still not going away. I remember I tell people all the time, the first gangster killer thug I ever remember learning about was Timothy McVeigh. It wasn't some Al Capone or, yeah, you know, it wasn't somebody I know. So it wasn't my city. It was Timothy McVeigh from the Oklahoma city bombing. So it's, we know, we know America's history, but at some point they have to, they do have to make a, uh, Example of somebody they have to say, hey, they make an example out of drug dealers. They make an example out of rapists. You know, what I'm saying anybody they feel. But when it comes to the people who have caused mass destruction, mass death, and pain, it's it's like you always see a just due process and 
they're getting the most lenient. Oh, yeah, the system like, works for them. How are you just sitting there, you know, getting right out these things? And it's just it's yeah, unarmed black people don't, come, don't even come in alive. Man, don't even make no. it in alive, man. So many people don't even make it home and don't have the ability to defend themselves or explain their situation. So uh, once again, we want to send love and pray for the people out in Chicago. Um, definitely unfortunate. And like I said, I hope they make an example out of him because at some point it starts. Because other than that, just carry your own weapon and anybody do anything around you. Knock right. her down. I mean, right. that's that's what it becomes to. You know, who is talking right like that? To bear arms, but your rights to bear arms, and then you're in the place. You know, you might you might be the one to save people. So, practice carrying, practice uh, using your weapon because in the world we're in, like brother said, man, it's it's cold. Man, you never that's know what I tell coming. people. I don't. I hate guns. I don't like guns, but you can't be running into Rambo and you're Confucius. Like nobody wants to. <laughs> you're getting shot <laughs> with your intelligent, smart ass. You're getting shot. So. Nah, uh, for real. I can't stand. I hate guns. Guns are terrible, but I'm not about to go into the world with guns. My bro, put it down, brother. No, nah, back up. Back up, brother. The way. Brother, we're supposed to love one another. Come on, man. It makes no sense. But um, <laughs> so I got a question for you. Got a question. Um, how much even so my engineers, man, how much is it too much? Is it too much to spend on a date? You know? Yeah. Got my boy Shane the Builder, man. My boy Kurt, man. What's going on, man? Hey, two Cuddy, C's. Cuddy and Shay. My man's in the math. <laughs> no, you're going to spend a hundred. The hundred's out the window. It's, out, it's already, yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Man, you know, wishing a prayer. <laughs> yeah. That is going to exceed some of these things. Now, see, I can respect that. Expect not. Yeah, you know, I can, I can respect that. Not expecting it to, but, you know. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. I agree, man. I agree. Ooh, the hookah, the, the hookie with the lamby, the hookie with the lamb. Ooh, listen, I I agree. Um, when you go out, you expect to spend a hundred easy. You know what I'm saying? Just because of you're gonna get something to eat, you're gonna have some drinks. It's gonna happen. So I expect that. Um, my thing is there are people who see things differently as far as the date goes. There's some you know people who don't care with just being with you or around you and in the elements or some that's like time consuming there's some people who's like a date is you actually doing something so it's, it's actually gotten gotten to a little disagreement or back and forth with this woman recently um like she wants to date that's cool with your date but she wants me to take her on a date and she goes on a date every day she's a Serial dater, <laughs> you gotta leave them alone. Oh no! At that point, she's a sex worker. <laughs> <laughs> selling tail. You going on a date every day? She's selling tail. Selling it might be discounted every day. <laughs> yeah, I like you. I just you know I want you to take me on a date. That's cool, man. A man's gonna do what he wants to do, so you can't be like, hey, we women just want to be out. seen. Yeah, just want to be seen. I'm not going out with nobody. First of all, if the vibe is real and we mess around each other like that, then I don't see their a first date is different, but if you mess with somebody, then it's cool to spend a little bit. But first dates, I'm in the long walks, baby. <laughs> long walks walk by the water. You'll be tired by the time we're doing walk. <laughs> but no, nah, no, seriously, I tell people to do stuff like that because the movies you, you can't talk to each other. And then if you go on a walk, only thing you lose is calories if we don't speak again. I hate, I hate wasting time and energy. 
I hate saving people's numbers in my phone. Cause, oh, it, man, cause yeah. we end up talking, you're just a dead number in my phone taking yeah. space. Like people don't get that. Yeah. Keep talking to me on Instagram. Then it's, it's you know, right there, yeah. Yeah, if it goes consistently, then you get my number. But I don't like just dead weight. So I think it's cool to spend money if you guys are there. But if it's just the first day, let's hook up and kick it and see where it goes. I'm not, and I'm not even cheap. We could do whatever. Yeah, I, like, I like nice stuff. Like, yeah. no, yeah, if I like it, we could do whatever. But people really come into it like I just met you. You're about to drop 800 on my plate. <laughs> STK. <Right. laughs> I've never been to a sin, but you're going to take me. Yeah. What? That's the thing. <laughs> What's going on? You've been to Roof Chris two times in your life, and I'm supposed to take you there. What happened to the the, the, the barn burner bar <laughs> that you and your homegirls go to with yeah. the happy hour? Yeah, what is the dive bar you guys are always in when yeah. I see you on Instagram? You, <laughs> you see her on, on Instagram, she's taking back shots at the hole in the wall where you kick it with her. She wants to go to <laughs> Yeah. She's like, hey, take me to... uh No. So, I mean, so I say, if you rock with somebody, then it's different, but the expectations people have when you first meet somebody, it's insane. Facts. And like, I'm not even cheap. Like, if I mess with you, it's whatever. But just the expectation, that's like me missing my like, you gotta change my life. You would be appalled. Like, uh, who are you? You yeah. know, like, so um, we're gonna take a break. Um, we'll get this guy some time to pull himself together. When we come back, we're gonna finish no, off. That, that was just real talk, man. It's the dating pool has piss in it, a little bit of boo boo. Yeah, I'll go back to an ex before I start dating. <laughs> For real, dog. I'll, man, I'll go back to an ex. I'd rather do with somebody's BS that I know than somebody, I gotta learn new tricks now. Yeah. Jesus Christ, you're fired. But yeah, let's take a break, man. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's turned up, man. That's no, you can't fire up. nobody, man. Oh, man. I'm, yeah. All right. You seen The Apprentice? You're stupid, Really? Man. Jake Trump. All right, man. We'll be back, man. <laughs> what up, y'all? It's T-Dub. I'm here at Converge Media to let you know about my new venture, The Resole. We are introducing Seattle's first dry cleaner for sneakers, and we want you to be a part of it. Head over to www.theresole206.com this Juneteenth weekend for our official website launch. Hey there, it's Trey Holiday. And of course, Vesa and I had to take a trip back to Market Street Shoes to grab some items. They always know what to show us. And let me tell you, we both spent quality time to be sure we collected some amazing additions to our wardrobes. They have some of the most unique bags, shoes, and accessories. I mean, the whole shebang. It's always a good time when I get to shop with my girl, Baker. Make sure you go check out Market Street Shoes, y'all, and you too can walk out with some dope gear. Um, What's going on? We're going to start it off with NBA young boy, man. Never broke again, man. YB. He... he <laughs> this guy, man. He has been, his charges have been dropped. Um, he had a, a, basically a gun charge against him. Um, he was felon already, wasn't supposed to be around weapons, and then connected to a couple shootings, things that were going on. They were putting his name in. And these, these are federal charges, too. So, you know, um, jail, scary period. Prison's not cool. Um, don't do drugs. Don't do crime. You can't do the time. But federal time is very much different. So when you're looking at that, you're looking at mandatory of 88% of your time. So um, I think he was looking at 10 years, 12 years, if he would have been uh, charged with these crimes. Um, basically, it was for felon in possession of weapon and then conspiracy to commit, um, I want to say either murder or something else, but he was basically involved in a lot of beef that's going on in his hometown of Baton Rouge. And, uh, like, you know, the people watch you. People don't realize that, you know, we get watched as regular citizens, but when you turn up and you get money, you're, you know, they're definitely on you. So he just had a major, major victory in the courtroom, man, against the feds. And uh, he has the ability to go home, 
but they're recommending him to go somewhere else. They're saying, you know, you're going to be released on restrictions. You're going to be able to, you know, be free. But okay. you, we still think you, you ain't going to be able to have a gun. You ain't going to be around guns. You can't go certain places. So we still have stipulations. I am absolutely sick of these Negroes. I am. I don't understand. I understand what's a fascination of getting out of somewhere and staying in that mentality. Yeah. Like, seriously, it's getting old. Like, for a minute, you know, we're waking up our conscience, we're learning. But now it's to the point where even, at, you know, the younger men who are, once you hit that certain, we're, we're hustling everywhere just to get to a certain point. So when you got these places, do certain things, there's no reason why. Like, honestly, the one who moves like these rappers should is 6ix9ine. I know he's snitching all that. But as far as when he's out, he has security. Like NBA, you're a felon. You shouldn't have a gun. You should have security. Go to your shows, go home. Like these guys all move like they're still with all, you know, with the ish and still doing this and that. And it's just dumb. It makes no sense to me. You're making more money than, you know, a lot of people who wish they were, you know, where you were. I mean, where you are. So I'm happy that the charge got dropped. But after a certain, you know, like so many times you have to you have to stop it it makes no like, sense hopefully he learns you know hopefully he learns well, hopefully. The lesson is, you know what i'm saying because he did get a second chance maybe even a third and this is the feds i mean you ever uh deal with that or the u.s marshal you understand how serious it nah, is. yeah and then they come when they come at you they they know what they're yeah, doing yeah, yeah. And, that, and that's the thing i think he has another case too pending so you know you never know what's gonna happen but i just hope rappers start learning how to move better move smart it makes no sense you're making you know how much money you're making and you're still Acting like, you know, it's like Will Smith, dumb self. Oh, yeah, man. You're not in Philly no more. You were half a Billy. And you're on stage slapping people? Yeah. That bald head net to my, he didn't have to stick up for me. <laughs> anyway, let's not get yeah, Let's not get at her. Yeah, so was, sick of her. Because you know what it would have been like if Will would have did that? You know what I'm talking about. If Will would have befriended one of Willow's friends who was going through emotional distress, yeah. mental, you know, issues, losing people. If he befriended one of his daughter's friends, had sex with her, and then said, hey, it was an entanglement, do you know what the world would have did? So sick of it. But yeah, go ahead. Man. Oh, man. Let's I'm sick of it. Like, I am. <laughs> I'm sick of it. So I said, I don't want to get started on that subject. That if it was, was a man. Good. Yeah, man. Toast. Turn a red table talk for sure. You're a predator. You're a loser. Yeah. Seriously, you're stripping with everything. Yeah. Jada got a talk show, her knuckleheaded ass. I'm so sick of her. Little ball head nut. Yeah. Well, anyway, man, I'm just <laughs> legendary stuff. Uh, Beginning of this month, it was uh, Charles Ray Justice's birthday. We got to see Ray him, and we usually do a uh, Chuck Day, but this year was a Chuck weekend, so we had events on Saturday and Sunday uh, for the kids. We had games, bouncy houses, big food, uh, music, just love all around, man. For a legendary character from the city, I said, who was Charles Ray Justice to you and the community? Um, to myself, a uh, father figure. Someone who uh, taught me a lot about not only being a man, but how a man should carry themselves. Um, you know, it's it's difficult not being raised by your dad and then finding the right people to be around or follow. So he's definitely a father figure to me, somebody that's a legendary in my eyes, but not just myself. Everybody who came in contact with him, everybody who know who he is and know his name or got to t uh, reach out and touch him, they love him. You know, he's definitely a, a legendary person. Uh, in the sense of the word, he's done a lot for the community. He's always protected people, always gave you the shot off his back. And, you know, if you were wrong, he would tell you, you know, he would definitely wasn't a pacifier. Yeah, tough love. He was held you to the fire. So just a man of men, you know, um, I give him and Deshaun Milliken a lot of praise Two people who aren't here no more, who got a lot to do with the character that I'm becoming, and, you know, change and pace from being younger, turned to a man, definitely owe a lot to them. So it was very, very emotional celebrating him. But then at the same time, it was exciting. And I always feel privileged of being under his wing, always being privileged of being of his lineage.
definitely. Um, that's who to me. He's uh, he's like the superhero in the hood. You know what I'm saying? Like all the kids look up to him. He's the one who buys the ice creams. If your mama's late on rent, he'll come help. If you need to be beat up, he'll beat you up. If you need a lesson, you know he was everything to everybody. So it's it's a blessing to see the love that he showed to. Every, that's why I was telling everybody. You know, he's like do one check day. I was like, no, everybody can celebrate how they do because everybody had a different connection relationship with him. You know, so. Never forget, never, never let your people's names die. And that's one of the biggest things I took from this past celebration was keep your people's names alive. You know, especially those who meant something to you, those who had big impacts on the community, on your life or anybody else's lives. You know what I'm saying? And that's a good thing to take away is keeping their names alive. Yeah. You know, no matter who it is, if you love them, if they meant a lot to you, um, keep them alive, keep them lifted high. You know, we tend to just go through our lives and forget things and then the memories, the lessons that's taught with these people we have, man, we got to keep that alive. So I definitely appreciate that, man. That's uh, something I take from a man. Long live Chuck, man. C-Ray, we love you. Um, man, we're about to go in this summer, man, as far as just hanging out, doing good things. We got the smoking flow coming. Just all the fun things he was about. He was about good energy, fun, man, and having a good time, man. It ain't nothing better than free but what? But God. But God. That was <laughs> real ain't nothing free but God. You um, know? I love us. Talk to me. Talk to you me. Know? Um, you know, I can fight, right? <laughs> he had so many sayings, man, everybody loves. So, you know. On to the next, uh, the next subject, something that was near and dear to me is um, basically the crack era versus the fentanyl. That's near there. and dear to you, huh? Yeah. So, you know, we grew up, nah, in, I know, we grew up I know, in and around that. You know, um, it affected us heavily. You know, it's a serious subject. And now it's like people are being babies it's called a disease that are they're called sick now instead of junkies or crackheads you know they're getting uh shoot safe sites you know what i'm saying this era that's 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 a opioid era with people who are of a white white people basically are being coddled and being taken care of and given these programs and opportunities to save themselves and uh, also save their futures when in our era we were called crackheads they redlined they took our property you know what I'm saying? We were junkies. It was all types of laws created that would make it hard for us, you know, to even come out of selling it, let alone using drugs and losing everything. And just the difference in how they treat people of this time, of this race, of this drug compared to how they treated black people with crack. It just makes me sick. Like it really does. It makes me upset because it's blatant as day on the approach they took in two different times. And I don't care about the errors of what it was like, you know, um, you have empathy for these people who are on these opiates, but you can't get right with people who are hooked on something that was initially brought in by the government that was literally created by the government. So it's just something I always talk about with people um, amongst our peers. Of course, the the place we're in now is not good um, as far as the drugs going, who's being affected and how they're being affected. But this has been going on for a long time. And just the spotlight on this is just, it's like, you guys didn't give a damn about us, and now you want us to care. I, I kind of, I was looking at people like, mm, yeah, all right, you fun with the bag, buddy. Yeah, you fun with the bag, bro. You was born white with privilege, and um, you went and did some drugs. <laughs> now, nah, um, I know, like we've been knowing it's documented. There's reports. There's you know statistics on how they they have forced drugs onto people into our lives, made it to where we have to either use them or sell them, or you know have to you know use it to get away. But one thing that really showed me how it feel is when Justin Bieber got a hold of lean. Like, cause you know, I was a little older, my conscience, I was a little more older, you know? So I grew up in the era where the drugs was already here and you know, they didn't put any institutions to help people have safe injection sites or programs to get off. Or when you're in prison, you have a program if you're on drugs to help you get out earlier. Where that growing up, people who were on drugs were given more time, you know? But when I seen, you know, cause people could do check the timeline, <laughs> like lean was a, 
uh, activists was a big thing. Activists was a big thing until Justin Bieber got hold of it. They were like, um, no, Negroes, you can't have this one. And, and I'm, I'm going to say it just how, because he ain't lying. I used to do my thing. And my tell you was that they literally shut down a company because this white boy got caught with a lot of it. When Project Pat, 2 Chains, Lil Wayne, Screw, a lot of people have been using this, speaking out loud about it. People have been dying from it. Nobody has said anything about it until... Justin Bieber gets caught with it. And mind you, he had like a couple barrels of it. So he was tapped in, but they shut down a whole plant that made medicine to save face on it affecting not only Justin Bieber, but white people because he is white when they could have did it a long time ago for the thousands of people who have died already throughout the years. So this is another example that goes to show you how they police against us and police against others. When oh, it comes yeah. to drugs. Man, first time I saw Coke, was it with no black person? White people. It was Tolo. And they said, Tween, one time I said, hell no. What the hell you guys doing I'm here? scared. I'm scared as hell. Oh, my God. Tween, one time? No, man. I'm all right, bro. I'm about to drop a G or whatever that means. Do your thing, bro. Do your thing, bro. Nah, uh, man, you're going to hell. Um, Eric Holder. Um, Eric Holder, the man who is... Accused of killing Nessie Hustle. Um, he was he, found guilty. He did that shit like OJ. Man, stop bringing OJ in. He did. <laughs> we we were old OJ. That's why they did that. Recipes Johnny Cochran. But Eric Holder, he was found guilty of assassinating, you know, Nipsey Hustle. Um, what do you think? Do you think they'll give him life? Do you think they'll let him get out in 30 years? Oh, no, he's, he's, he's never getting out. out. He's never getting out. Um because they found him to be premeditated. And he had two guns on him. He went up there with the and purpose. And he's a felon, huh? Went up there with the purpose to hurt Nipsey Hussle. He didn't go there for nothing else. Um, and it sucks because it's somebody that's around you every day, that you're friends with, that you're probably hanging out with, you know, doing your thing with. And you see pictures of Eric Holder around Nipsey at certain times and, you know, them being cool. So uh, I don't think he's going to get out, honestly. And he might not make it out. I'll be honest with you. Um, I read in the news that some of his family members were. He's had six shot. family members killed since Nancy Hustle died. Six close family members. And then he's been beat up in prison. Um, he's been in uh, uh, basically uh, isolation. And they put him back in regular population the first day and got scuffed. That's a picture on the Internet that's going around of him with the humongous, humongous black eye and busted lip. He's been uh, been secluded. And then he's then put in general pop and they tore him up. So his life in prison. It's going to be horrible. So, you know, it is what it is. You did what you did and you took out somebody. That's what people don't realize. Like even, you know, what we went through with bro, it's like when you hurt someone who take care of a lot of people, a lot of people going to want to hurt you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's really Nip took care of a lot of people. But also, I think because of the status, because status like, uh, the great Kodak once said, no, nah, he said, um, Said, kill a street dude, get a dime. Kill a rap dude, get a dub. And I believe that, like, because you know, stuff happens every day, and some crimes don't even get solved. Yeah. But I think because the pressure, uh, you know, LAPD or whatever it is, you know, to get this done, they're gonna get it done. Um, it's been pushed back way longer than I thought it was gonna be, but that's why they didn't give them life. Three years. Know? Yeah. Three years, man. It's been a long time. Um. So, like I said, uh, I don't think he's getting out, and then it's gonna be pressure on the inside because of. Come on, Rolling Sixties, one of the biggest gangs ever. They've been locked up since the beginning. So you're gonna go in there. He got lifers in there. You know what I'm saying? And it's people that actually he actually knows because he is from Rolling Sixties. So 
it's very unfortunate, man. I, I hate that he took away a great because Nipsey's definitely one of the ones we needed. You know, mm-hmm. everybody be like, oh, he's a legend as soon as they die. You know what I'm saying? But I don't base legendary off of music all the time. It'd be off who you are, what you do, and how you move. And Nip's a black man that we needed. You know, we needed oh, a black sure. man like him look up to and the model ourselves after and the kids that come. Plus, he's doing a lot of things. So I think um, Eric Holder's going to most likely get life, if not the pen- death penalty, because California does use a death penalty, especially in uh, gang acts. Damn. So he, he might end up on death row for a long time. Yeah, yeah he yeah. might end up on death row for a very long time. So whatever his outcome is, you know, he, he deserved it. You know, like, like it was premeditated. You know what she's going to do. Yeah, some hater stuff, kid. No. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So, um, yeah, man. Um, long live Nip. Other than that, man. Don't drop the soap. Man, that is not right. Don't say that on this. <laughs> that is not right, okay? I was just watching that uh, Booty Warrior uh, Boondocks. Because <laughs> I like it and I want you. We're going to do this the easy way. <laughs> he said, nothing you can do about it. We're going to do this the hard way. Anybody want to shout out, man? He said, Booty was... More important than water. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> shut up, dog. I want to shout out myself, man. Shout out my team, Converge Media, man. Shout out um, everybody here, man. Black Media Matters, man. Um, shout out Sal. Yeah, uh, that's, my that's dude, Sal, my... man. Man, thank you for everything you've done and rocking with us, bro. Um, been a long time coming. There's been a lot of people coming in and out of, you know, engineering and producing for us, but you definitely uh, held it down, man, and held us to a standard. So I appreciate you, man. Hopefully you don't go too far. I feel like Sal's like a rich benefactor here just messing around. Huh? You guys see the house? <laughs> like he's just a rich dude. Just nah, I hit him. I said, bro, time. man, what's going on, man? <laughs> you see his house? That big old mansion. I said, what's going on, man? Yeah. Hey, you Tell me the truth, dog. Come on. Are you one of the uh, Sultan sons? Let me hold some money. <laughs> Let me get some money. But no, nah, thanks, Sal. I appreciate you um, for rocking with us and pulling up every week and your contributions to not only our show, but every show on Converge and to the content and, you know, the media in Seattle and, you know, beyond, you know, I appreciate you, man. We're always going to be tied in connected. If you if you ever think, need anything, I can get to you. Um, he was telling us about that. Uh, hashish. hashish. Yeah, I ain't doing that stuff. Hey, oh no. Go home and enjoy the spoils, uh, man. Much love and respect. Other than that, man, uh, my boy, Kurt, what you got going on Sunday? You got something going on Sunday, don't you? Ooh, within Ooh. Soto, man, day Ooh, party, man, three Can I nine. come? And within Soto is pretty dope, Ooh. too. It's pretty dope, man. I like it. It's a nice little venue, man. So you nice said three to what? I'm coming, yeah. nigga. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot I was on air. That was a, a nigga. Yeah, nigga, I'm coming, too. Damn, yeah, man. Yeah. You can't let a nigga Tell know. me something, man. You can't let a nigga know. <laughs> that was really an accident. I got to stop being black on camera. <laughs> Hey, man, uh, we'll be back. This has been episode 25, 26, 27. It's Which one of those, man. <laughs> All right, man. Appreciate you guys. Man, shut up, bro. I'm really, man. VI and Factor TV, we out. When the blue notes, that's a mobby pass. More chops than karate class. I can hear the blues when the shoddy blast. The whole block blowing horns, that's that Jackson jazz. When the blue notes, that's a mobby pass. More chops than karate class. I can hear the blues when the shoddy blast. The whole block blowing horns. That's that Jackson Jazz. Converge Media produces culturally relevant content for black and urban audiences. Our coverage is raw, transparent, and objective. Praised by community leaders, government officials, and residents. Support Converge Media today via Venmo, Cash App, or PayPal at Converge Media.